back in Superflex City, dancing in the streets. And oh, what a feeling it is to be dancing in the city. It's me, it's me, it's the SFD. And rolling on with the uh, the, the series leading up to the Scott Fishbowl with the music theme. I've got a great guest here. Uh, one of, one of someone I've been, I've been dying to talk to, um, and, and, you know, been planning on talking fantasy football at some point, but you know, this, this series came along where we were, we've been talking about music. We've been talking about our, our divisions in particular. And, uh, this, this guest also happens to have, um, you know, beyond, uh, being a, uh, in a culinary innovator, um, the uh, the the creator of Petite Pods, she also has just in uh, and, and, and by the way, the best thing to happen to Twitter since uh, 140 more characters. Um, we uh, we also have uh, a lot in common as far as musical taste. So this is going to be a very fun conversation uh, for me, Cooter Doodle. And it's I'm awesome. Glad to hear that. Awesome to have you here. Um, I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> Representing the third eye blind division. Uh, my, uh, so, my, <laughs> my first question for you is was that your first choice? Is that is it? So yes, it was, but I also have to preface, so I've never been in Scott Fishbowl before. This is my first time. And nice. so what I guess I didn't fully understand like the uh, I don't know if zeitgeist is the right word, but like the power that would come from the people choosing the same divisions. And so I probably as far as what I can tell should not have picked third eye blind as my first choice because I love them and I have no problem with them, but I also don't like own any of their records I don't know all of their disc- discographies. So it's one that I chose that I think other people are deeper into than me. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of chose it on like, my heart is happy when I listen to them, you know, but I feel like I'm one of the ones in the chat that I'm like, not as deep into it as I <laughs> could have been. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I failed. I feel like I picked wrong, even really? though it was like my first choice. You know what I mean? I mean, that seems like a, like pretty sound, you know, process, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty strong logic for, for picking a division. Um, but if, if you had it to do over, uh, which, which, uh, which, you know, band group would you pick? And, and let's even throw in, you know, the possibility of, of a group that didn't even make the cut. Oh, okay. So if I could do it over as far as like being into it and like really just knowing everything about a band, Incubus and Taylor Swift would probably be where I should have gone with my choices, but I just kind of felt like I wanted to do something that wasn't the stuff I listened to all the time. Mm-hmm. But if it was something that didn't make the cut, I don't even know. It might have to be like, maybe I'm looking back at the records behind me. I know yeah. people can't see that right now on the pod, but like maybe it would be something like uh, the Lumineers. I don't know if was that one that made it like something more chill and relaxing like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I think, don't the think Lum- they made it. I, yeah. I don't think they did either, but uh, I really like that. I, I live in Denver, Colorado uh, where oh, the, okay. the Lumineers uh, emanated from. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty strong pick as well. Um, yeah. I have a funny story. So do you know the yes. song? Uh, I think it's the song Olivia 
by mm -hmm. them. Do you know that one? It starts like with a, a hardcore piano. Yeah. And I'm not good at flying. We went fly somewhere years ago at this point, and that album had just come out. So I downloaded it on my phone. I'm ready to listen to it on the flight. And because I'm not a good flyer, I'm popping my Dramamine. And I'm we like, I don't know what happened, but it was this weird experience where I think I took too much Dramamine. I just remember that piano took me to a different place. <laughs> and so that song, I just always think of being in the air, nervous, and just also kind of like, what is this? Like, what is this song? But I think it's that one. I think it's Olivia. Nice. nice. So like, that's when the Dramamine like kicked in kind of. and Yeah. And it's like this sleepy dream, you know, and then the piano oh. just hit and I was like, okay, all right. I'm, I think I'm relaxed now. Man, that's kind of like, like standing up too fast, but having a soundtrack for it. That's just like, that is a, per <laughs> that's a great way. To, like I'm stumbling up for how to describe it. That is exactly it. Like I just was kind of lost, but not. And then it was just like, I, I, I'm gonna have to listen back after this uh, episode to see if that was the name of the track, but it was on, it wasn't on this album right here with the black. It was on the one with the woman and like the horns. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Olivia. I'm gonna have to look back and see now. Yeah. Uh, what was your, uh, your second choice for division of the, of the options that you had? Oh, my second choice. I picked Mac Miller. See, you're just all over the place. I yeah. like that's, that's what's awesome. I mean, I would have guessed because I've seen, I've seen tweets from you about pop punk. That's, that's kind of where you, well, two things that, that, uh, where, where you originally earned a follow. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, uh, so like, she's been like, smearing peanut butter onto bread with her bare hands like yeah. you know, where like where the hell did where did all this come from this is awesome but like <laughs> where where you originally drew me in was uh aaron Rodgers pop punk like that's that's the way to that's the way to my heart that's the way to get my attention and uh so yeah i was here i was expecting to to find you in you know you know green day or offspring division something like that but um, sounds like that they're actually a ways down the list, right? That's it's yeah, it's so weird. It depends literally like what season of my life you catch me in because I'm the type that I dive deep into an album and I just want to listen to it over and over and over. And it's probably maybe that's a problem. I don't know. It probably says something about me as a person. But <laughs> like when I like a song, I will listen to it a few times in a row. And I like an album, I dive deep start to finish. So I'm not like always all over the place. I'm kind of like in a place for a month or so. And then I kind of move like right now I'm on to Doja Cat. Like that's my little place, my little safe haven, her and Olivia Rodrigo. And then like, I'm sure I'll go something harder because I'll like, I think the Black Keys have a new album out. That one's really cool. So I need to dive into that. So yeah, it's all over the place. Oh, that's awesome. I, we, we've got to talk about the wall behind you for a minute. And again, I mean, you know, no one else can see this. Um, but you've got like a wall of, of, of records there. Yeah. Um, can you, yep. can you describe it to us? And, and I'm also curious, like, do those rotate out or is that, is it just, does it just stay um, with those ones? I'm kind of lazy. So they don't really rotate out much. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if people like have watched me long enough, they've seen some changes, but, um, basically my bookshelf is a mess. Like I'm the type of person that I'll read one book, but I bought four. And then I read another one and I buy like three more. And so it's just a mess. And so I put albums cause they fit pretty nicely right there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you look at that, you can kind of tell, like I have Taylor, Incubus, Jet, 
Matchbox 20, Surfaces is a good album. That's a really good one. Take It Back Sunday. I mean, J. Cole, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's everything. No, that's perfect, though. Like, did uh, was this carefully curated based on, on something, or was that just kind of... Uh, um, yes and no. Yeah, hmm. I mean, like, it's albums that I've definitely... I, like, none of these are albums that I just, like, willy-nilly... I, I mean, I've listened to all of them. I've had moments in my life defined by like that um, dashboard confessional album. Very big in my life for a point in my life that 2014 Forest Hills Drive. That was a big part of my life. So, yeah, they're all just I don't know. I just got into vinyl actually through fantasy football. That's actually funny. I don't think I've told oh. anyone this. So my first year ever in fantasy, I won. And I had been wanting to get a record player. And so I was like, well, I actually have money that I can decide that I won with to buy something. So I bought a record player and then started buying records. So, yeah, fantasy actually got me into it. Nice. That's yeah. yeah I mean, most people probably just would have spent it on joining more leagues. So, like, I mean, you kind of killed two birds with one stone there. Like you yeah. got into something productive and avoided the pitfalls of you know, gambling addiction. So that's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, I guess Once so. again, the power of music, you right. know? So what were your two that you picked? Your two well, fishbowl. So I ended up in Johnny cash. Um, uh, well, so my first choice was social distortion. That's my all time. Oh, favorite I don't even band. know who that is. I need to check that out. <sighs> I'm finding out that that's kind of the, uh, the universal sentiment. I mean, you know, almost 2000, 2000 people in the Scott fishbowl and we couldn't come up with, I mean, I don't think we, we obviously didn't even get close to the 12 needed <laughs> to get that. But, um, I, you, you would know them if you heard them, um, a story of my life, which has been, has made it on some, uh, major motion picture soundtracks like okay. the breakup in, um, orange County. Uh, they did a cover of Johnny cash, uh, ring of fire the punk rock, uh, cover, um, ball. I'm going to need to listen so. after this, like you'll get hooked. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, load up on Olivia Rodrigo and, and, um, yeah, and get now, it out my system. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta cleanse the <laughs> palate and get ready for social D it's going to change okay. your life. Um, but yeah, so that, that was my first choice. Didn't happen. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then, uh, I, I mean, I was, I was the one trying to decide like, is it blink 182? Is it green day? And then I saw Johnny cash, the man in black. And that just, it just took me back to my childhood. Um, I won't bore our listeners because I already did an episode talking about this, but just to answer the, the question, you know, kind of vaguely, uh, Johnny cash was my top choice of the, of the groups and musicians who made the cut. And then, uh, I went with Green Day as my fallback, but I really just wanted to be in the Johnny Cash division. So. Yeah, it's funny because that's a person that I somehow avoided like my whole life. My, really? I've never had a ton. No, like I just okay. didn't have much exposure to that music. And I guess when I had a chance and heard it, I was just in a different place of what I liked. And so I thought it sounded just a little too sad or a little too, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I just never explored it. And that's one that like now I'm older, I, it, 
it would probably be good for me to just dive in and hear some of his stuff, you know? But it's yeah. funny how you can go your whole life, depending on who your parents listen to and your friends, that you might just completely miss a- an epic artist that people talk about and everyone knows, you know? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any more examples of that beyond Johnny Cash? Or or, um, or maybe some that you did hear when you were younger and you were like, man, this, this kind of sucks. And then you get older and you're like, actually, I could have been listening to this all along and yeah. been perfectly happy. I mean, so I listen and love the Wallflowers, but I don't know that I've listened to more than like one or two Bob Dylan songs. And that's his son's band is Wallflowers, I think. So that's one that I've kind of avoided. I don't know, like not purposefully. Like I said, it just hasn't really I guess I didn't have because I feel like for me in high school, it was a lot of socially driven music like I because you got to think back then we didn't have the avenues to find music like we do now. And it was more of like you just heard through the grapevine, like Fallout Boy, here's an album and and all these different bands. And so that for me was more social. You drive around town. I was from a small city. You just go driving around through cane fields and you just listen to music with your friends. And so it was more of me being exposed to different bands through them. So at that point in our life, we weren't listening to that kind of music, you know. It was yeah. the more of the punk, rocky, whatever you want to call. Yeah, and alt rock, and yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I think that I'm older than you. Uh, I don't know by how much for sure, but uh, I get that impression. Um, but I'm not going to ask. That's that's <laughs> mid thirties. <laughs> I'm mid thirties. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, older. Um, I'm I'm older <laughs> than you. Um, and, but like for me. Uh, high school was, and, and I mean, that's totally the time, you know, because I feel like you, you kind of, you know, you grow up with your parents playing whatever it is they like some of us, uh, it seems like most of us like this, this seems to be pretty universal so far in the conversations I had, people are like, man, that stuff, that was crap. Like they were playing the worst stuff. And, you know, uh, it, it almost turned me off to music completely. But then, you know, you get to high school and, you know, middle school, high school is kind of where you start developing your own musical tastes. And you get to like venture a little, you know, in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's funny, too, because parenting like. Now, looking back, my dad listened to really cool music, like stuff really? that I like now, like Aerosmith, ACDC and stuff that I think now I like a lot. But at the time, I mean, picture a little six year old like they're just kind of like, OK, dad, like turn off the, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I didn't like it then. Yeah, so I don't know. Did did your parents um, kind of allow for you to, to uh, you know, to kind of explore your own musical tastes? Or, or was it really just kind of, all right, it's my car, it's my music, you know? <laughs> that yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember listening to my own music in the car. It was kind of my mom and dad's choice in the vehicle. But I remember I was kind of on the cusp of like um, cassettes to CDs. And mm-hmm. so I do remember having a few cassettes and we'd go to places and we'd buy CDs or back then you'd trade out. You'd like, like I remember Space Jam might have been my first ever compact disc um so things like that but i don't know i wasn't like i remember god probably like fifth grade the boys would have like the 311 album and all the girls were like oh they say bad words and i never knew what that was (laughs) and then like now i'm older i'm like what was so wrong you know like it was just yeah it wasn't that bad so i don't know 
I, I it's told more like hearsay, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told the story about how, uh, I mean, my mom wouldn't let me listen to any rap at all. Like, and, and it's like, how are you going to hide that from me when I'm, you know, I'm still going to school and people are still like, uh, you know, the little white boys in my suburban elementary school already know the words die size baby by heart. Like you're not yeah. going to be able to, sh- you know, you can't keep me away from that. And it almost makes you but, want it more because like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like you can't ooh, listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, what am I going to learn here? Is this, mm-hmm. uh, what, what kind of language am I going <laughs> to, <laughs> but um, so yeah, thir- third eye blind though. Where, uh, when did that start? Where did that come from? You know, what was, uh, yeah. and, and like, are there kind of moments and memories attached to that? Um, so that's probably one of the first songs I ever, I am not a good guitar player by any means, but that's probably one of the first songs, Semi Charm Life, because it's very simple. It's just like three chords. And so that was one that I kind of gravitated towards because it was really a good song, but I could play it. And so I kind of had this ownership of it on my own. Uh, but then after a while of kind of knowing their hits, they have a song, Motorcycle Drive-By, that is like a lot sadder and a lot deeper. And I just kind of was like, oh, that's not how I ever saw this band going. But then if you go back and you listen to like Semi Charm Life, there's some deep stuff in there. Like it's built into this poppy song, but it's really not, you know what I mean? Like it's one, yeah. of, it's one of those first times that I was like, wow, I definitely never listened to lyrics. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least when I was younger, I just was not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell that you do now because you quote lyrics on, on Twitter. But it, I mean, is that, is that a uh, kind of a focus w- when you consume music now? Just like, did you really get into the lyrics or can you just, you know, vibe out on the beat? I don't know. I feel like it's got to be both for me, at least. Like, I, I don't know. It's a good question. And I feel like it's one of those weird things that personally with music, I remember being like in my emo phase and you think like the lyrics are everything and it's, it's all about, you know, what they write. And then you kind of realize, I don't know, it's not because there's certain songs and you, maybe you learn about music and the chords that go together and certain ones are supposed to make you feel a certain way. And so I mean, that's a world that I, my brain does not think like that. And so I respect it so much when you can just listen to a song and it can take you somewhere just from the music. And so for me, it's absolutely both. Like it's, it's absolutely both. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of want to, I keep wanting to like gravitate back to third eye blind because like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just so funny to me the way, like, the like each generation kind of uh it it feels like is a little bit defined by like there's like a catch-all band you know and i feel like that's third eye blind for like the you know the the mid and late 90s um yeah you you know there there was the like it's almost like 20 third eye blind yeah that like that group of yeah i don't even know what you would call it i'm sure there's a name but it's like happy happy music but it's more sad like deeper lyrics you know yeah yeah like very like kind of melancholy type of lyrics yeah sung by like guys in khaki pants that's the other thing that i think is funny is the way like we went from leather to denim to khaki like that was kind of the i the have prog- never noticed that <laughs> that was that was like the uniform of I uh never of, noticed that of 90s rock yeah but like you know you you 
people make the the mistake all the time and they just kind of they just kind of throw it on third eye blind you know you hear a a song from that era like that type of of rock music and you know just kind of associate it with third eye blind like i mean it's a it's 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 marketing brilliance on their part uh, i don't know how they got there i don't think they do either but you know you hear the, you know the goo goo dolls or or you know tonic or you know, uh, for a lot of people the wallflowers honestly they're yeah, just kind of like they're just kind of like, oh so it's that's like those the, songs that you line. can it's those songs that you can like you're in a car and you feel like you're the main character a little bit you know what i mean like you're yeah. driving you're on a highway and you're kind of the main character like you're in the movie whereas nowadays like a lot of the music i just don't feel like at least the stuff that I'm listening to that's new now, it does not do that same vibe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's more upbeat and it's more about, I don't know. I don't even know. It's just, I feel like back then those songs were more of like an escape in the sense that you could just zone out and listen. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I, and I, I, I wonder you know, is it, is there still, because I, I, I know that you said you just kind of, you know, fixate on, on, you know, one band or one piece of music, one, one artist, whatever. Um, but is there ever a time where you're just kind of like, you know, like this feels like, a, you know, a third eye blind type of day, you know, or a third eye blind type of moment, at least, you know? Yeah. There... yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, like, definitely, I feel like I don't, I, gosh, with quarantine, I don't feel like we've ever had long car rides. I'm sorry if you can hear my kid in the background. <laughs> <Your mom>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I've had like long car rides anymore. I used to definitely curate like a, a playlist for a car ride or for a, a, the feeling that I kind of wanted if it was like a long drive, just like I would curate like if we had like friends over for a party or something, you know? So yeah, I guess you pick it on the mood that you kind of want to dive into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of create the moment that you, that you want to create and just kind of build it from there essentially. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, what, uh, what was the first, so you said space jam was the first CD that you bought. Um, what was the first, uh, you know, CD cassette, whatever that maybe that you were gifted, just the one that you were like, all right, this is mine. It's all mine. And it's just, you know, it goes in the Walkman and just doesn't come out for the longest time. Cause you're just like, like this is this is you know this is me this is I I I'm I get to be in this bubble with this music just by myself finally you know no one else gets to decide what I'm listening to Yeah that's a good question I remember like really young my first cassette was an album by Jewel it was like a white background I don't even know it might have just been called Jewel and I remember that was the first time I chose like mom can I buy this and that was my first like album that I owned <laughs> And again, it was a cassette, but it's funny when you say like what album or what thing did you feel like you owned? Cause I, I tr or felt into, cause I, I definitely feel like I went through a phase where I wasn't sure of what I liked and I tried to force it a little bit. Like I'd see, I think I've told this story before, but I remember one time being an angsty teenager. I don't know what happened. And I was super mad. And I ran upstairs and I remembered seeing in movies whenever my kid is being so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't worry about it. In movies, whenever sound you were very, mad. Uh, they sound musical at least. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's doing. It's like she knows. But um, 
I ran upstairs. I was like pissed off. And I remember seeing in movies when people like they get mad, they kind of like go in their room, they slam the door, they listen to, you know, music and they get all pissed off and it just kind of lets them decompose or decompress. And I put in Hoobastank and I, you know, shut it on and I turned it loud. I went lay in my bed and I was like 30 seconds go by. I'm like, this kind of sucks. So I went ran. I like skip to the next song and I go back in my bed and I'm trying to get angsty. And I'm like, God damn it. This one sucks too. And so finally <laughs> I like, wasn't mad anymore. Cause I was just like, this album is terrible. Like it wasn't the vibe at all. Like it was just one of those things where I felt like I definitely tried to force music to be a thing. And I don't know if that's just being a teenager or whatever, but I always think about that. Cause I was just like, I'm going to be that angsty teen and let music, you know, be my escape. And it just, I'm like skip skip this is not it <laughs> <laughs> trying to create a mood here and you guys aren't helping <laughs> it was, and i don't but, even remember buying that i think quote unquote like santa claus brought it or something but it was not sorry hoobastank if you're listening but you're not you're not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and you had every opportunity in the world so but hey yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening to Superflex city though hoobastank that's that's pretty cool of you um Okay, last last question on this topic, and then I, I want to get to just a little, smallest little bit of fantasy football with you. Um, but, so, okay, aliens come down to Earth. They, you know, they, they have absolutely no exposure to music. They've never heard a song in their life. They don't even know what that is. What's the one song that you want to play for them to introduce them to music? Well, that's a good question. And I think I have an answer. Um, so there is when you're talking about lyrics versus music, which one there's one for me that it's both absolutely. And it is soul fight by the revivalists. And I don't expect mm -hmm. you to know it. I don't. But they're a band from New Orleans and they do all kind of different music. But that one song it's the music will get you in a vibe and a mood. And then you really listen to the the words. And I still don't ever fully understand what the words mean and i always try to make sense of it in a story in my head but like that is the one song that it's both for me lyrics melody everything it's that would probably be the one i would give nice wait what are your what's your interpretation of the lyrics i don't know i i don't remember now i'd have to look at it specifically but i feel like it's just like you're in a place and you're trying, oh, I'd have to go through and look at the actual lyrics, but I feel like it's, you're kind of just in a bad place, but you have your one person that kind of grounds you or that you, you want to change for. And now I'm going to go back after this and see it and be like, that's not at all what it is. <laughs> but it's just like, sometimes I, I listen to it and I'm like, I don't fully get it, but I feel it. Yeah. I don't You know what I mean? Like, I don't fully sure. know what he's saying, but I, I feel what he's saying. For sure. When. You know, and back to Third Eye Blind, I had semi-charmed life. That's exactly what kind of happens there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So I like it. We're I, I'm going to check that out. Listeners, check out this song, Soul Fight, The Revivalist. Um, all this, like, they're just going to uh, just just wake up to, I mean, let's be honest. It's not going to be a ton, but they're going to wake up to, you know, a couple hundred downloads just randomly and be like, what the hell happened? So yeah, all these <laughs> fantasy football people, why are they here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any sleepers for you. We just play the music. Um so yeah, speaking of fantasy football though, uh so remind me what what pick do you have in uh in uh I have the seventh pick. I wanted the sixth pick, so it's really not far off. I'm seventh. Yeah. Which sucks because I know I'm not gonna get Josh Allen, whatever, but 
I think it's an okay spot. Like I've seen some people, I haven't done any mocks myself, but I've seen some and mm. it looks like it'll be fine enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers easily within reach. Uh, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he'll, he might even be there for the second pick. The The great thing about seven is, you know, even with that third round reversal serpentine, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. It doesn't change much y- at all. Yeah. You just kind of mm-hmm. stay right there in the middle. That is, mm-hmm. that is nice. Have you thought about uh, kind of a roster build for your, with your first three picks? Absolutely not. Absolutely nice. not. I am the type it. that I, I mean, I'm just in life in general. I used to be the type to try to think of all the options and how can I handle and it never goes that way. Yeah. So I'm kind of like that with fantasy. Like you never know what's going to happen. So it's, I'm just going to take it the day that it comes yeah. personally. I, I, I respect people who, who do the mocks and everything, but I just don't, I don't know. I can't commit to that. I don't know. I mean, the dirty little secret is, uh, you know, anyone who's planned their first three picks, is gonna end up missing out on all three players like i mean you can you can kind of go for a build i guess but i'm people people always abandon it old mike tyson thing everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face and what's and like what's the saying that like happiness is when expectation doesn't exceed reality or whatever i mean like i know it's silly it's fantasy football but it, it, it is that like you can't be disappointed if you don't really have a high hope for it you know yeah. Like, I'm just sure. like, I'm going to be happy. I'm in Scott Fishbowl for the first time. I'm just glad to be there. Like at the end of the day, who cares who I get, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, so I guess we'll see you in the finals. That's probably <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I haven't there. overthought anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always the first timers too. That's uh that's, that's a thing in fantasy football and, and in the Scott Fishbowl. So uh, I have no doubt that we're going to see him make a deep run. I don't um, know. We'll see. I'm, I'm <laughs> nervous. I'm nervous though. Cause I definitely, uh, last year I had lost for the first time. I didn't win any of my leagues for the first time in like seven years. And I think it's that like Twitter echo chamber hive mind of like, you do overthink every little thing you do. And yeah. I think it messed me up big time. So I need to like just disengage. Don't think about football before Monday and then draft and just go just with my gut. Nice. What are you going to do between now and then? Oh, I don't even know. I have no idea. <laughs> Just, ah, I don't know. We have a kid, maybe fireworks and crazy stuff like that. Nice. A wild night, right? Hell yeah. That's, yep. that's how it's done. <laughs> I like it. Um, well, man, it was, it was fun to get to talk to you. Uh, way too short. Um, but you know, like I said, I, I, I just, I wanted to get the maiden voyage, uh, taken care of. And then, uh, Maybe next time we can we can talk more football. Yeah, yeah. Invite me back on during the season. I'm down. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll do it for sure. Um, Superflex, Super Show, Superflex City, whatever. We're, we'll 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 find a place to meet and talk for sure. Um, but for now, really appreciate your time. Um, and uh, and I. I I had a feeling that the music uh, was going to be a little, a little all over the place. That's why I wanted to talk to you. Um, uh, Your, uh, your musical tastes did not disappoint. Uh, It was, uh, is right on par, right. uh, uh, As advertised, I guess. Yeah. And it was refreshing. It was nice to talk about, you know, music and not just football. So thank you. Right. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I, we're, 
like uh, uh, just kind of a, a peek behind the curtains over a super flex city. We're going to be doing a lot more series where, you know, we get, we get to kind of get to know our, our friends old and new um, outside of fantasy football. So, um, you know, next. Uh, yeah, I think it's refreshing. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, I, I was talking to it with, uh, with swags about this off air. He, it, was, it was his idea to, uh, to put this series together. And we were just saying, you know, the, the beauty of music is, you know, especially for a fantasy football analyst, like there's no wrong answers, you know, you don't have to. Yeah. I never thought of that. It's freeing. No one's yeah. going to come back in two months and be like, ew, you said you liked Mac Miller. Yeah. Why? Have freezing cold <laughs> takes. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None of that bullshit. You just get to. You, you get to have your have your take and and you don't you know you don't have to defend it uh, and yeah not very often anyways I mean sometimes I'm I'm still trying to talk to Ryan McDowell and figure out how he ended up in the Justin Timberlake division uh, that one that he, is interesting that yeah is interesting. <laughs> yeah he might get hammered a little on Twitter for that one but um, hopefully not too much because hey we we like what we like you know absolutely. And, uh, you like a little bit of everything, and uh, that's yeah. that's man. Like I wish that we had more time to dig into it a little bit, but uh, definitely want to respect your time. But if you could tell everybody where to find you, uh, what you've uh, you know what you're working on right now, um, where they can find all your work. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cooter Doodle. I have a YouTube uh, Cooter Doodle. If you want even dumber stuff, I'm on TikTok <laughs> at Cooter Doodle FF. And then I also run the at MB Fantasy Life account for Matthew Barry on Twitter. Nice. I think that's everything. Yeah. That's that's that all that's all we need right there. So Cooter Doodle, thank you again for your time. Um it I can I be honest real quick? It feels yeah. strange uh as a you know almost 40 year old man here saying cooter doodle i know i know i think that's why you did it like <laughs> i mean I in, unless anyone... like unless that's that was you know maybe your parents named you that in earnest and <laughs> mr and mrs doodle it was just a xbox gamer tag i didn't think anyone would see any of my tweets and then this is where we are now <laughs> so here, here you are yeah. Yeah, making me say cooter doodle like I'm yeah. on a, a, a like I'm on blues clues or something. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> again, thank you for your time and uh thanks for having me. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, uh we'll keep going with the series. We've got many, many guests coming still. Uh Scott Fishbowl starts next week and uh I, we're going to keep going right through that. But until then, just keep dancing. <laughs>